Welcome to Waking Up with Melissa, a podcast that takes a deep dive into personal development, spirituality, and how to grow your online business. I'm your host, Melissa Ruiz, a spiritual and mindset business coach for all conscious healers out there. Stay tuned every week while I share insight on how to balance your business and also stay in alignment with your higher self. I truly feel that we all uniquely possess all the things we are seeking if we simply allow ourselves to surrender, to be present, and to take action in our lives. Welcome back to another solo episode on Waking Up With Melissa, and we are going to dive right into this episode because it's going to be absolutely fire. We are talking about prayer. We're going to be talking about affirmations. We're going to be talking about manifestations. We're going to be talking about God, goddesses, and all of the different things that I do behind the scenes of my business, which I actually haven't shared, um, and I'm excited to talk about this, so let's dive right in. I first want to tell you the inspiration behind this episode because I was actually talking to one of my private one-on-one clients and we were just sharing back and forth things that we love to do, you know, whether it be going to a river and adding our prayers into the water or whether it be manifesting, whether it be journaling. And we were talking a little bit about, you know, some of the gods and goddesses that I work with. So she went on and she asked, well, you know, what do you do? And I, you know, was letting her know how much I chant to a specific goddess called Lakshmi. I was talking to her about Ganesha and she was like, whoa, 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 like I want to hear more about that. And I was like, really? Don't you want the strategy? (laughs) And it was like, no, I want to know that. So I'm dedicating this episode to exactly that. How can prayer affirmations and really looking at our spiritual practice help us not only in our soul business but just literally in life and how I got introduced to a lot of this work so I want to first talk about the difference between like prayer church prayer (laughs) like you know whatever religion has like I'm gonna go pray at the altar right and also affirmations so like what are the difference between those and manifestation because so often one of the reasons why I see not a lot of people activate their manifestation is because it's linked to them right And for a lot of this, yes, it's linked to the human that has the idea that wants to be able to manifest and bring forth this future desire. But when it's linked to us, it also can be linked to our identifications, our limiting beliefs, and just like our level and our edges of awareness. And so the opposite of that for me, honestly, is prayer. When I think of prayer, and not so much in the church-like sense, when I think about closing my eyes and maybe I put my hands together and maybe I put them by my by my knees, maybe I'm touching the floor, whatever I want, maybe I'm putting them up, whatever. Like when I go inward to me, that is my form of praying. And so when I go inward, I'm connecting to something bigger than myself. And so this is one of the biggest differences between you know manifestations that are oftentimes linked to the human and their ability to kind of reach for more and prayer which oftentimes we're giving up prayers to something bigger than ourselves which is 
one of the things that I love to talk about, you know, part of the yoga philosophy that I really follow is really giving up the practice to something bigger than ourselves. Because in that way, there's more space to be made. Can you imagine if you did everything in your life and you just decided that, you know what, like, I'm just going to do this for something bigger than myself. There is, you know, something that has like a hand over my life and I am anointed and I am going to get everything that I ever wanted because it's not based on me and my own limiting beliefs, but I'm giving this up for something bigger than me. So I wanted to talk about that because that is a constant, constant practice that I do, not just in my business, but in my life and really looking at all of the steps that we all take and how can we connect that to something bigger than just ourselves. All right, so one of the things that I'm going to get into really quickly is how two years later into business, you know, the biggest return on investment has been this. Of course, I have gotten to so many beautiful places with investing in my coaches and my mentors and all of my certifications, whether it be in mindfulness, whether it be in yoga, all of the different things have their combination of all of that. But one of the biggest things that I invest in is myself and is my spiritual practice. And FYI, you don't have to pay anybody to do this. It just requires you to sit. It requires you to have a level of devotion and curiosity for yourself. There is definitely a willingness here to explore so that we're not always giving our way our power for other things. So, you know, when we have questions about, for me, I'll just tell you, when I have questions about my business or my life, yes, of course, my mentors are a big inspiration and they're oftentimes the people that I go to first to unpack and to work through all of these problems. But if we're solely just doing this, then there is a really dangerous place where we give away our power. So you want to sit in that seat of harnessing that power so that all the outside influences just become more insight. They're more perspective. They help you kind of narrow down what is it that you feel inside. And, you know, by at this point, I have done so many things that I like to do in my life and in my business and so many things that I don't like to do in my life and my business. And it all requires a level of just putting yourself out there. But no matter what I did, no matter what strategy I decided to do, whether it was a spiritual practice and just pray, whether it was manifestation, whether it was a free challenge, none of that mattered truly if I didn't add the prayer and the affirmations for myself. You know, the trust that goes into a business, you know, who do you have to trust? It's not your email sequence and it's not Instagram. It's not social media. Honestly, it's not even the people that work for you. It's you. You have to trust in you. You have to trust in your own power. You have to trust in the ability that you were given this vision to execute for a reason. You have to believe and trust that you're exactly where you need to be no matter the outcome. And that's very difficult, right? So when we add prayer, it's this affirming right? So we close our eyes and this is the way I do it. I oftentimes go to my 
altar. If you don't know what an altar is, it's just an area in your house designated for you to sit. And now this does a lot of different things. First of all, I learned this from somebody I worked with who's a shaman and does a lot of uh, energy center work, especially on the chakras. You want to position your altar in the north of the house. Um, so this is where this kind of saying of finding your north comes from, right? So you want to make sure that you put it and position it in the north. And the way you can tell if you have a compass or if you have an iPhone, just open it and see where it's at. If you don't have one, and you want to create one, try to position it in the north place of the home. This is going to bring in the right balance and the right energetics for all of your manifestations. And whenever we set up an altar, it is all about the intention, right? So an altar can be a little table <laughs> with a couple of crystals or maybe no crystals if you don't identify with that. Maybe it's just a notebook. You know, maybe it's a figurine of something that you really like or enjoy or connect to. Maybe it's a scarf that you got in India, whatever it is, right? It's just a place. And by the way, you don't have to have anything, right? An altar can be a place with a yoga mat and a rug and the place that's a designated for you to sit and not only does this have the energy of having the correct balance when we position this in the north but also for your actual body right we are creatures of habit so if your body's already accustomed to waking up at a certain time and sitting your body has memory it'll start to remember the smell if you burn incense if you were burning anything even if maybe it's a candle maybe it's just the smell of the place whatever it is and also the ability to start to relax you know, it's so interesting that this happens, right? You know, and I often feel that when I uh, channel the way I used to work as a corporate TV producer, like the minute I sat on that chair, it's like all of this anxiety came. I was like, oh, and I was probably channeling all of the things that I had to do. Well, the opposite happens or rather the same happens in a good way when we sit in our altar. It starts to get charged with all of our intentions, with all of our blessings, with all of our affirmations, our prayer. All of that is housed there. And again, our body has memory. So the more and more we sit at this place and we bring a level of calmness and we bring a level of peace. And we bring a level of slowing down, of having more pauses. Our body starts to remember, hey, this is the place where we got to like relax. Hey, this is the place where we're going to go inward and be quiet, you know, just for five minutes, just for 10 minutes. So this is a beautiful thing to add into your prayer, to add into a place where you're devoting not only yourself, but your work, your purpose, your mission, all of these things to a higher purpose. And now I want to just take one moment here because you may be thinking like, yeah, that sounds good, but why am I doing this? <laughs> and um, I'll just share with you, like this is a personal share. I truly believe that even my ideas that come from my head don't come from me, right? Like we are all, when we zoom out and we see this in astrology all of the time, we see our planets connected through the planet conscious web. And it's kind of the same thing that's happening with us and our brains and all of our ideas. Like they're really filtering from somewhere above, right? Like they're not so much 
mine. And I know this to be true because even when I think I have the most unique idea, I see somebody else also has this like very close, unique idea and they don't even know me and I don't even know them, right? So we're all kind of on some cosmic level sharing a lot of this conscious information. This is why it's so important to really look at what we do on an everyday basis and see how it impacts the world because it does impact the world. Each and every one of us, our contribution, our thoughts, all of these things are sending energy impulses out. So consciously and collectively, we're kind of all sharing the space, not just only on earth, but also energetically. And we create a lot of this frequency on this planet. So it really truly matters. So those are some of the reasons why, you know, when I constantly say, you know, give this thing up for something bigger than yourself. One, it feels so good to say that. Like, I feel like, okay, great. The onus is not just on me. <laughs> there is something bigger than me helping me, right? It almost takes the eye out of it, which again, a lot of manifestations don't come through because the eye is at the forefront and so present of it. Can you imagine if we all tried to manifest based off of our limited perception of reality? That's so difficult, you know? The, the quantum field of what's available, it's so enormous you can't even imagine it but again we can't even imagine it so manifesting from anything lower than that is hard it's difficult to get these manifestations to really actually appear in the physical realm but something really magical happens when we give this up in prayer and it's so interesting because this vision came up in my mind right now. So I'll just share it. You know, I'm just wondering if anybody thinks like I'm like sitting by my bed, kneeling and praying this way. No, you know, the way oftentimes it looks could be, you know, in a seated position with my legs crossed in front of my altar. Sometimes I can be in the middle of chaos and I just close my eyes and try to go within uh, other times, you know that feeling when you can't sleep or you all of a sudden wake up to a fear? Well, that's where I practice. And not only do I pray, but this is where I introduce affirmations, right? Because so often when I pray, I pray for so many things, right? I pray for myself, my family, for the well-being of the planet, for animals, all of these things, right? It's beautiful. It's beautiful to pray. It's beautiful to pray over my clients, right? So that they too bring in these very successful opportunities to themselves, to their business, for their family, for their kids, all of that. It's so beautiful to pray over my clients' businesses. All of that is so, so beautiful. But oftentimes, you know, what happens is, is that, you know, fear comes up and it doesn't allow you to sleep. Fear comes up and you're right in front of a laptop and you're frozen because you don't know how to move through that, right? And prayer may feel so far away. And this is where we can affirm. So when fear comes up, which it has, especially when I started my business, um, I often play around and, and I remind myself or maybe I question myself and I'm like, why did you start this business again? You know, everything was so cool before your business. Like you were chilling, you were tanning all the time. You had so much time, nothing happened. Life was so good and it still is so good. Actually, life is better than ever. 
but everything was good and you know there was no there was nothing that was ruffling the waters until i started my business and i actually it did give me lots of insight and there was a piece or a part of me that was like oh look at you you thought you were so healed and you know look at all these things coming up in your business you know so i always like to remind myself that the practice is so so easy when the conditions are perfect right you know the practice is easy when the conditions are perfect and when you're at that yoga retreat or when you're traveling or when you're on vacation you know that's when everything feels so so easy but the practice is most important when the conditions aren't perfect so at this point you know when fear comes up especially at the beginning of my business which it did happen i would all of a sudden awaken to like oh wait how about if this person does an XYZ? What if this client blah, blah, blah? And, and I would just like, wait, what, where is this coming from? This is really, really interesting. And the more I actually tuned into that, so these are some of the feelings and some of the things that started to happen as I started to build my business when I started to recognize that pre-business life seemed so easy and the practice seemed like I was on top of the world until things started to get difficult and it wasn't because it was difficult it's just I was meeting certain edges and I remember being just laying in bed and I remember just like thinking about all of these business things and I'm like why can't I go to sleep and actually that was the moment where I learned to affirm to the fear that all will be well and I would repeat it and repeat it like a mantra so the way this kind of looked and played out was I I would be almost half asleep on my bed and then all of a sudden all of this fear would come over me and I would think am I gonna sell out this offer are enough people going to come are enough people gonna show up is this client gonna XYZ like all of this stuff started to come up and then I actually did this really neat thing where I was just practicing you know what I'm just gonna affirm and tell myself everything that I want and I'm gonna bless this uh, client I'm gonna bless this fear and that started to work right away. So every time the fear came in, I would remind myself, you know what? There's nothing to worry. All human beings are super capable, super smart. They're gonna know exactly how to alchemize this. They're gonna know exactly how to move through this. Every single client that comes my way is attracted to me. They have the best intentions to continuously fulfill their commitment with me, whether it be with payment, whether it be with the work that they do. All of these things I just kept affirming to myself over and over and over until the fear just went away and oftentimes it happens instantly and this is not affirming just one thing one time this is affirmation like a broken record so it was constant affirmation on repeat to really dismantle this fear that was showing up like a big gremlin and that was keeping me up and i would do this work 10-15 minutes boom everything was good and the more i kept doing this the more honestly this fear just went away it's almost like this energy couldn't come to me at night anymore and i say this because this is so often the place where i see a lot of people 
rethinking and obsessing over all of the things that went right and wrong during the day. This is where I see people, not just in business, in general, stress. Actually, I learned how to do a lot of these techniques before I was ever in business. Before I was ever in business, I, oh Lord, I used to stay up at night because I was, you know, obsessing over the future and replaying the past over and over and over. What if I would have done this? What if I said that? What if I would have done this? What if I would have, like, it just was insane. So I started to affirm and I learned to affirm to myself that I'm exactly where I need to be. There's nothing that I need to worry. Focus on your breath. Focus on the present moment. All is well. You are safe. You know, all of these things that I started to affirm to myself and then slowly and slowly I would feel better. Well, I took those same practices of affirmation and I put them in my business. So it doesn't matter if I'm laying down and I can't sleep. It doesn't matter if I am a walking or eating. If I have an inkling of fear coming up, I instantly stop. I do not allow this energy to take hold of me because it is like the Tasmanian devil. It will take everything in sight. And this energy is not about to take me. Uh-uh. Like I worked way too hard. This is not happening. I know exactly when it's coming. I can feel it in my body. I feel it somewhere in between my heart and my belly. And I just stop and I start affirming to myself, you know, if that doesn't work, I sit in front of my altar and I start to go inward. You know, if that doesn't work, yes, I do pray. I pray over myself. I pray over my business. I pray over my clients. You know, I recently went to Costa Rica and we went to a waterfall and I did a prayer in the water for my clients. Like it's good. It's good to pray. It's good to take the ownness out of you. Do you know how good that feels that you, you, this person, this being, you know, this relatively small being in this gigantic world is not the only person responsible to make all of these things happen. You know, it's so, so beautiful practice, you know, and the last thing I will add here is praying to specific gods. So right now I am channeling the god Ganesha and I'm actually sitting on a rug that I got. It's a beautiful, beautiful rug. It's many feet long and Ganesha is the goddess of removing all obstacle. And oftentimes we will see Ganesha dancing. And I work with different gods and goddesses that I learned through my yoga practice. And you know, it's so beautiful because what I have come to learn is, is that there's something about all ascended masters and all gods and goddesses that we can learn from. We can learn from Mother Teresa. We can learn from the Buddha, the middle way. We can learn from Jesus Christ. We can learn from Lakshmi. We can learn from Ganesha. So I'll walk you through some of my favorite gods and goddesses and how I incorporate them into prayer or affirmations and manifestations, which is really, really beautiful. We haven't talked about manifesting, so I'll start with the goddess Lakshmi. And this goddess has a lot of different um, chants that I chant to this specific goddess. If you're looking for some recommendations, I would recommend looking up Dreaming in Sanskrit. And they're a beautiful duo that really remakes a lot of these mantras into just modern songs that are so, so cool. Lots of yoga teachers uh, use these songs, but 
I don't just use it for my yoga class. Like I put it on repeat when I need it because, you know, especially the language of Sanskrit, you know, my teacher was saying, um, you know, the Sanskrit language is the only language that you don't really need to know what the person is saying because the essence and the intention is charged in the sounds, in the sounds your voice makes. So I love, love, love this uh, Lakshmi mantra, the, the goddess of Lakshmi and what she represents, which is abundance and prosperity. Lock love, money, all of the things. And I've been working with this goddess for a really long time. I actually have a little figurine of her um, on my altar. So what does that look like? Nothing. It just looks like I'm bowing my head to this energy of Lakshmi and the goddess of abundance. And oftentimes a lot of my manifestations are connected to Lakshmi and this goddess because, you know, all we need is the remembrance. So she reminds me of how abundant we all are. She reminds me that we are never running out of anything, you know, even air, you know, nobody walks around saying like, oh my God, let me not take up all the air because we're gonna run out of it right there's like an abundance of it and and it's honestly something we don't even think about it's the same thing with prosperity so this energy of just having and knowing we are enough that we have enough that there is more to keep passing around that we don't need to hoard information or money or food or anything there's just a plethora of abundance and it's so beautiful so that's just one goddess that i work with and there is a mantra connected to lakshmi if you want to go ahead and look it up and the mantra is om reem shreem mahalakshmi namaha beautiful 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 mantra and oftentimes i will just put that mantra on repeat for three hours i oftentimes tell my clients to uh, put this uh, song specifically on repeat throughout their launches and i've been I, you know i asked them did you put the lakshmi mantra on did you put this music on you know activate this goddess like activate her within you and you within her you know all right, the next goddess is Ganesha. And I love this goddess Ganesha because it's the goddess of removing all obstacles. And it's beautiful, right? Because so often there are so many obstacles in our life. There can be so many obstacles presented in our business. There can be so many obstacles within our clients or attracting them, all of the things, right? So when we activate this god of Ganesha, you know, this removing all of all obstacles i am literally commanding that all obstacles be removed from my path and i'm not shy about it i you know really pray and activate this essence of ganesha in all things right that all things are truly working out for our highest good and our benefit you know when i think of the buddha i think of an ascended master that you know, when I channel the Buddha within, a couple of things come to mind. One is balance and the middle way, right? That's a lot of the work that we learn from the Buddha. So I oftentimes always ask myself, okay, all right, Sag, calm the hell down. Not everything needs to be so extreme. How can we activate the Buddha within? And how can we activate more balance? How can we activate the middle way? And with 
activating the Buddha within. I also link this to the heart chakra. And I really think about love and compassion, but more importantly, compassion. You know, that was really the message here that I got from the Buddha. Uh, compassion for all things, for all beings, most importantly, ourselves. And then Jesus, right? Like I do, you know, when I actually put my hands, interlock or interlace my fingers, like, yes, I, you know, I do pray. Um, and I activate this prayer at night when I go to sleep. And it's, you usually is a blessing you know i connect this prayer and this ascended master um to remind me to love more you know and to do all things through the energy of love and and that's kind of how i work with this ascended master and this reminder um that it doesn't have to be one thing that it can be a combination of all the things along your path that you have connected to um you know i think there's something to be said about uh, religion and different ethnicities that attach their culture to all the different gods and goddesses and ascended master and this is my god and this is your god uh, but I truly believe that um, they have all been here before and have come to this planet because there's something for all of us to learn not just for a specific group and you know just like life just like your business just like all things you don't have to pick you know, it can truly be a combination of all of that. So I often like to say, like, I am a spiritual gangster. Like, I am taking a little bit of everything, a little bit that resonates with me. And I'm not judging myself. I'm not saying I have to subscribe to this religion or I have to subscribe to any religion or any ideology. All I am saying is that, that there is a wisdom in some of these gods, goddesses, ascended masters, and beings that have been here because they have all had a mission, a dharma, and a purpose to remind humans to continuously stay awake, to continuously move through these energies of love and balance in the middle way. So it's so, so beautiful to connect back to all of this within my business and within each and every one of our business which by the way if you don't have a business it doesn't matter because all of this stuff I started to do before I had a business this is all the stuff that I did as I was moving through many challenging things in my life you know all the things that I had to do from leaving a successful tv career and you know separating and doing all of the things that I was doing and lots of things were changing really rapidly and I started to apply all of this stuff of prayer affirmations and manifestation and you know really it was a blessing to be building a business that reminded me that the continuous way of connecting within that feels most aligned for me is this you know so so often the work that I find myself doing when I am in hard places difficult places places of resistance places where I really have to work I have to work to alchemize and get to where I want to get to and you know what's so interesting I do the opposite of whatever you're thinking right now it's not more work it's not getting more leads it's not connecting to more people it's not it has nothing to do with this it really has to do with prayer it really has to do with me trusting myself getting to my altar 
and connecting to within. I mean, how many times have we not heard this message? It's the same message over and over and over. It's in the sutras, it's in, you know, the Vedas, the texts, all of these things, all these ancient scriptures that it just really is within. And I think until beings connect to that part and feel it for themselves, it'll just be words. You know, we're not going to understand the fullness of what this means to go within, to connect to that greatness within until we actually do it. And then when you do, everything else makes sense. And you start to realize like, holy crap, like life literally is from the inside out. Like I have to work on all of the things from the inside and then I get to see it on the outside. All right, beautiful humans. I am so excited that we all connected. If you like this podcast, share it with a friend, tag me. My handle is I am Melissa Ruiz. I would love to see the human beings that are watching and listening. I would love to see the human beings that are listening to this podcast and give you a little shout out and share it. Um, And until next time, namaste. I will see you very soon. Breathe.